We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Thursday, everybody. We are officially on the downhill slope sliding into the weekend of the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Holly Roberts. Bradley was on the morning show this morning, uh, and so he woke up too early, and uh, we told him to go back to bed. Yeah, bye. So we're just kicking it here, and we're going to start the show the same way we do every day with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know. It's the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay. So, as we all know, there was a very, very large, devastating hurricane that tore through um, the panhandle of Florida called Hurricane Michael. This made land and really did the bulk of its devastation yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel was on the scene. Because that's what you do when you work for the Weather Channel, right? Is it? And we will get to that. Hold, please. Something happened while he was covering the hurricane. This is Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel in Panama City Beach during the bulk of Hurricane Michael on television broadcasting live. Listen to this. I tried to get down on the beach with my cameraman, but the sand is relentless. I mean, because... Hold on, guys. Just give me a second here. Hey, give me that helmet. Give me the helmet. Give me the helmet. Yeah, we got it. Hold this. What? Give me that. All right. Welcome to live television, everybody. So what you just heard is Jim Cantori got hit in the head oh. with some. Well, he didn't get hit in the head. He got he was dodging the flying debris and uh, ultimately ended up putting on a softball helmet so that he could um not get hit in the head through the rest of the segment. Let me just say that if you have to wear a softball helmet to protect yourself while you're reporting the news, maybe you want to take yourself out of the situation. This is the thing that over and over and over again absolutely um, confuses me about how we cover the weather in 2018 is the people who are standing in the uh, you know in the midst of the 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 worst parts of the storm saying this is really dangerous take cover but they're out 
in it. I'm going to put on a softball helmet right. and I'll be okay. No, it's all right that you don't physically demonstrate the severity yes. of the storm by putting your body in gale force winds. Yeah. That's okay. We can understand that. I feel like we, we need to like somehow stop this madness because it happens every single time. Yeah. Do, do they get paid more for doing that? I don't think so. Probably not. Oh, it's, prob- <laughs> it's probably not considered overtime. I know. And this people. is his thing. Like Jim Cantori is like out in the midst of every storm. Um, I'm calling for an end to this. I don't expect that that's going to happen anytime soon. Probably not. Moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Uh, probably not, because not only did Jim Cantori put himself in the line of danger yesterday while covering Hurricane Michael in Florida, but uh, NBC News's very own Lester Holt put himself directly in the line of danger. Now, to Lester Holt's credit, they understood, he and his crew understood, that maybe they needed to protect themselves from the Category 4 hurricane. Now, let's listen to a little bit of NBC Nightly News covering the storm from Panama City and listen to Lester Holt and his team and what they did to protect themselves from Hurricane Michael. Further west in Panama City Beach, the howling winds ripped this home apart. During the height of the storm, Lester Holt and his crew forced to barricade themselves in a hotel room. Put this mattress in front of the window. You know, we want to be on the air, but uh, we've got to take care of each other. And so we're going to do that. So uh, know that we're safe. Um, but we're going to have to sign off. Further inland, a middle school gym barely Yeah, standing. and so Lester Holt, thank you so thank much you for sanity. <laughs> thank you, Sanity, for, for taking care up. of yourself. Because we under, you and I, Colleen, Sonny, we understand yeah. that a Category 4 hurricane is nothing to mess with. In exactly. fact, they usually tell people to evacuate altogether. One of the things that I was really shocked watching some of this footage of Hurricane Michael. Now, I know it kind of came on suddenly, but the amount of footage that we got from the uh, impact of the storm from people who stayed behind. Yeah, and that's the thing that is heartbreaking, and that's what we're, we're paying attention to, of course, today is the devastation after Hurricane Michael uh, um kind of made its way through Florida. And and to that end, uh, we at My Talk have always had our eye on what is happening when a hurricane uh, causes some devastation. And what we typically do is we collect diapers with a diaper drive so that we can donate them to a local diaper bank. Well, because of the how quickly this all has happened, how quickly we have uh, found ourselves yet again in this situation, we have decided this time, we are going to do this all online. And so we are raising money to be donated to a diaper bank. And so this is all you need to know. This is what you need to do. You have to go to mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper. That is where you will find the donation uh, page. You can donate money right there. And all the proceeds are going to go to the Miami Diaper Bank. And what's really great about them is that they have some really good deals where they can buy diapers for less money than we would be able to at a Target or at a Walgreens or at a store. Right. Um, so they, so your money, even a little, can go a very long way for the people who are experiencing the devastation right now of Hurricane Michael. So go there, give whatever you can, but do know this, and we are very, very excited about this. Amy and Kay from the No Place Like Home team with Remax Results, they have, um, they have, they have graciously, graciously uh, offered to match dollar for dollar up to fifteen hundred dollars. So whatever you're able to donate during our show will be matched 
up to $1,500 by Amy and Kay from the No Place Like Home team with Remax results. That's fantastic. So amazing. Yeah. And so this is what we are able to do right now. And, and we know that we have asked in the past many times for you to show up for us and to show up for uh, for the people who are who we are wanting to help. Um, a little goes a long way. Yeah, truly every dollar counts in this situation. Literally Again, every dollar. Yeah, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper uh, to help. Thank you very much. Now, moving on with our three at 1203. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Now, the last thing we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today is a little uh, something from Oprah. It turns out, and I am so excited by this, that Oprah really is just like us. What? That's amazing. I know. In the sense that when she gets an ailment, she goes straight to... The internet. Oh. Here's Oprah talking about uh, how she has used the internet to diagnose herself. I recently had a health scare. The area under the left side of my chin felt a little tender. In the mirror, I could see it was swollen. But by the time I finished making breakfast, that swelling had increased. It looked like a goiter that had just come out of nowhere. I immediately Googled swollen lymph gland causes. None of the results were good, let me tell you. So, of course, I got on the phone, called my internist. She said she'd make room for me at 2 o'clock. So for the next four hours, I thought the worst. When I finally opened my mouth to say, ah, I was prepared for her to say, I'm so sorry, Miss Winfrey, you have fill in the blank. Well, what she actually said was, I think your salivary glands are blocked. Go home, drink plenty of water, and try sucking on some lemons to stimulate your saliva ducts. I couldn't believe it. I'd worked myself up to a blood pressure reading of 150 over 80, thinking about how I was going to now have to rearrange my life to deal with whatever this was. So I downed a half gallon of lemon-flavored water and sucked and puckered lemon slices through the day and night. And in two days, it had all but disappeared. I was grateful. And you suck a lemon. Yeah, and you, you suck a lemon. lemon. I mean, how many times oh. have you wanted to say to Oprah, go home and suck a lemon? I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> no, but she's honestly, just like us, just Colleen. Like us. But I had to laugh at that because I thought that is seriously one of the more relatable things I've ever heard her say. Mm-hmm. Because who among us has not found themselves in the trap of Googling your symptoms and circling the drain when it turns out to be something completely like fine meaningless yes Yes. you have a cold it's fine go home and suck a lemon yeah exactly (laughs) so i just i had to i had to appreciate that and that by the way is one of her what i know for sure or is that what she calls it what i know for sure i I know this is true it's in the back page of my magazine go buy it yeah 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 exactly (laughs) and and get this wisdom now colleen i thought you were gonna say oprah's just like us she's fabulously rich and has really good real estate i (sighs) wish that were the case no um no she just googles her symptoms. That's great. Like a normal person. Yeah. Also, I'm very glad it wasn't whatever terrible thing Google was telling her it was. Oh, because of course. I cannot even Woo. tell you the number of, you know, fatal terminal illnesses I have had. Yeah, yeah. From Google. You Dr. Google. An itch on the back of your leg, you're gonna die. Yeah, exactly. Your leg is gonna fall off mm-hmm. in a minute. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I've anyway, never done that before. Oprah, just like us. Hey, you know who else is just like us? Who? The most wonderful Elizabeth Reese. Aww. And she'll be joining us next with a dirt alert, all the dirt straight from Hollywood on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert.
Elizabeth Reese has come into the room dressed like Holly and me today. I don't know what happened here, but we all apparently had a memo, a non-memo memo that said that we must wear black and white stripes and some sort of olive green experience or jacket let's not forget julia and then too. julia rocked the same exact <laughs> outfit don't worry there will be a picture up on instagram in moments yes in moments. um we thought it was just the two of us but now everybody's joining in the club yeah, Yay. Legitimately all wearing the Yay. Same outfit. but you very, brought the dirt funny. i did it's kind of one of those days and julia just walked in and said did steve tell you when i kanye wested him at uh project down and dirty that did the happen comedy show and i said yes he totally did tell me which is interesting because kanye happens to be at the top Top of my dirt alert list today because guess where Kanye is? Uh, the White House, everybody. Kanye West. This can't be good. Is in the Oval Office with President Trump. Can you even imagine the high level of personality within that one? I don't know that the room can hold it. No, I don't think so. This is truly a headline from The Onion in 2005. I know. We are living it now. I know. (laughs) I think the part for me that is uh, unsettling is the notion that Kanye West is in the Oval Office and probably thinking about what he how he would decorate it. I think. Oh, true. When he comes back. So here's what they're talking about. A lot of pressing issues today. Um, officially, the agenda includes prison reform, American manufacturing, creating jobs, and preventing gang violence in Chicago. All worthy discussion. They're yes. fantastic. Kanye, yes. um, sources close to Kanye are also saying that he's going to discuss with the president having formerly um, incarcerated people work in his factories and trying to urge other big companies to follow suit. This is what's so surprising is that you kind of hear, you just heard Kim Kardashian going in and meeting with President Trump and it can be like a punchline or silly and then you hear about the issues that they're talking about and they're kind of like universally positive issues. Yeah. Right? I mean mm-hmm. like they're, you know, reforming sentences, making things fair. I don't think anybody's going to come out and say I'm against those no, things. But no, but my, my fear frankly is that Kanye is literally reforming sentences when he talks in a way that maybe is not going to get a point across. Right. Maybe you're picking up what I'm laying down. Maybe perhaps the messenger is not going to deliver the message in the way that those messages deserve to be heard. That's my concern, if I'm being perfectly honest. Kanye Asla continued his crusade to get the 13th Amendment abolished. He says, among other things, 13 is an unlucky number. Oh, okay. Okay. I, okay. Mm-hmm. See again back to what I was it's fascinating saying about <laughs> yeah his mouth it's fascinating and the things I do want to continue of coverage of um, Selena Gomez today we were talking about this in the eight twenty dirt alert yes. this morning Selena Gomez is receiving uh, treatment in a psychiatric facility she was hospitalized twice in the last two weeks and the second time she suffered what sources are calling an emotional breakdown and she's at a mental health facility uh, multiple sources are saying that she um, was despondent and emotional over and we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become? Senwa Saga Hellblade 2 Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Alarmingly low white blood cell count in the wake of her kidney transplant. Yeah. So this is all stemming from her battle with the autoimmune disorder lupus. She had a kidney transplant in 2017. And then um, when she got some bad news about how her health was doing, this apparently caused her um, her mental health to suffer as well. This is a Which young is lady who is under a tremendous amount of pressure, yeah. both in her career and in her personal life and in her health life. Um And I just, again, I always say when a celebrity shows us uh, proper care for their mental health and is open to sharing their story and their journey, I am thankful for it because so many people on a daily basis are struggling in ways that they aren't able to communicate and this makes a difference. Well, in this story in particular, because there's such a strong link between your physical health and your mental health. And I yeah, think absolutely. we tend to mm-hmm. separate the two. And in this case, when you hear about Selena Gomez dealing with the physical effects of lupus and then also the mental effects that come along with it and doing sort of a holistic treatment situation here right. mm-hmm. um, to work on all of it, I think is really important. Selena posted on September 23rd that she was going to take a break from social media, noting just remember negative comments can hurt anybody's feelings. Obvi. Yeah, so true. Julia Roberts talking about this, too. She uh, is 50 years old and admitting she is horrified by the cruelty of trolls on Instagram um, she's on the cover of Harper's Bazaar and she's celebrating her 51st birthday. And she says, um, she's interviewed by Oprah Winfrey, who asked her about all sorts of things, kids, social media, and all of that. And she said that she was really shocked at the cruelty of people online after she, which she experienced after her niece, Emma Roberts, posted a photo of them together. She said, one weekend morning, Emma slept over. We got up, we were having tea and playing cards and having this beautiful morning. And then a couple of days later, she posted a picture of us. And the number of people who felt absolutely required to talk about how terrible I looked in the picture, that I'm not aging well, that I look like a man. Why would she even post a picture like this when I look terrible? And Julia Roberts goes on and says, and I was amazed at how that made me feel. I'm a 50 year old woman and I know who I am and still my feelings got hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was sad that people couldn't see the point of it, the sweetness of it, the absolute shining joy of that photo. I thought, what if I was 15? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And, you know, the thing about it is as you grow and learn, you know, your your feelings are hurt, but then you're able to get some distance from it and right. realize that that comment has nothing to do with her. It has everything to do with the, the, the person sender, who's commenting, yeah. the person who made the comment that said a 15 year old does not have yet that life perspective to no. under, to understand or to make the sense of that. And yeah. I, and, you know, I know that because I've tried to share that with my kids as much as possible when somebody says something bad about them mm-hmm. to remind them that it really isn't about them, that that's a reflection of the person who said it. Yeah. And that's a difficult lesson that's to even hard... bring into your life as an yes. adult. Boy, I as work a, on that yeah. all the yes. time. Yeah, you have to, yeah. but you know, it's, it is frustrating. And yet I'm also thankful again, that, that she is speaking out about this Yeah, because 
the trolls are just looking for attention. Mm-hmm. And um, and somebody who's going to just speak the truth about it, I, the more people can do that, the better. We've got to hit a point where it's going to be done, don't you think? Or do you think this is just the way of the world and it's just going to continue? No, I actually think that the next wave is going to be people just like leaving social media altogether. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. And I think that you see that already happening. And I see that reflected in my own personal experience, specifically with Facebook, is that people really pulling back mm-hmm. and really being conscientious about what they're posting out there, what they're commenting on. Now, that being said, trolls are going to troll. Yeah. And trolls there's always going to be that kind of bottom layer of uh, of trollism on social media yeah. but sometimes you're just going to take yourself out of the conversation and right. like it's just not worth it it's just not worth it's it because yeah, it feels like you're inviting it after a while yeah, yeah it's true when you talk to people who aren't on social media at all they do live a blissfully ignorant existence yes <laughs> i will tell you i deleted facebook and twitter from my phone I oh that too. i do that too yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. off because i'm like i don't need that in my i i have to have i have to be in a specific headspace to let that stuff in I agree. Mm. You got to pay attention. <laughs> pay attention to how you feel yeah. after yeah. you um, consume anything, right? Yeah. Like I consumed the last episode of season two of Ozark last night. Oh, girl. And I think, thank God almighty that I'm getting a break because holy Hannah. Yeah, it's intense. a lot, right? It's it is so a good. lot. I love that show. Dakota Johnson saying she was congratulated by a lot of people after her false pregnancy report. So that's nice. She was on Ellen, which is going to air today. And she said, the only thing I'm pregnant with is a lot of really good ideas, but not any babies. This is all because of the pink and blue balloons that were spotted at a get-together held at Chris Martin's house. I still... Mm -hmm. I'm not sold. I'm not entirely sold, and I think mm -hmm. that they're bending over backwards to try to tamp these rumors down. I think so, too. She said it was my birthday, there were balloons. Oh, come on! Blah, blah, blah. I was born at night. But I wasn't born last night. Exactly. (laughs) Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much. When we come back, we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. You get them all right, you will win a prize. Right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off right now. Holly Roberts is in. Uh, and we call this game our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Playing today, Colleen. We've got Carrie on the line. And Holly, what is Carrie playing for? Carrie's playing for a My Talk stocking cap for the winter months ahead or the winter months that are already here, depending that on your location in Minnesota. Ooh. Hi, Carrie. Hello. All right, Carrie, I'm going to uh, read you the first question. The timer will start after I read it to you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Where did Prince Harry and Meghan Markle get married? Pass. The Big Apple is the nickname for what city? New York City. Who is the host of Watch What Happens Live? Uh, Andy Cohen. What instrument does comedian Steve Martin famously play? Uh, ukulele? No. Oh, pass. What color is Pac-Man? Yellow. Uh, where did Prince Harry and Meghan Markle get married? I, I don't know that one. Pass. Okay, what instrument does Steve Martin play? The banjo. Yeah! Oh! 
You got four out of five. Thank oh, you for playing. Good oh, effort, Carrie. Thank you so much for playing. You can play again tomorrow. We play it every day at 1230. It's the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. Now let's get that one that she uh, that she missed. Ooh. So close. Where did Prince Harry and Meghan Markle get married? Windsor Castle. She should have just said England. Jolly old England. <laughs> Hello, okay. Uh, hey, that was the voice of Donna Valentine. And guess why she's here? We like to solve mysteries and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-plus list, mostly movie actor, and the foreign-born model he calls his girlfriend. So two people, Ooh. the subject of this blind item, an A-plus list, mostly movie actor, and the foreign-born model he calls his girlfriend. Here we go. This A-plus list, mostly movie actor is becoming even more insufferable than usual because of the success of his latest movie. The foreign-born model he calls his girlfriend is tired of being paraded like a piece of meat, and his suggestion she get as close to naked as Emily Ratajkowski. She is this close to leaving the charade of a relationship. Bye! Oh, interesting. Okay, A-plus list. Wow, A-plus. Mostly movie actor. Yes. And he's insufferable. Allegedly. Allegedly insufferable. Do we know that he's insufferable? No, but I think NT Lawyer, the person who writes these blind items, is not a fan of this person. Okay. Hmm. And his uh, girlfriend is a foreign-born model. Yes. Do we know her? Kind of. The reason we know her is mostly because of her relationship with this guy. Okay. Okay. So we know that but, Affleck broke up with his Yes. Yeah, and it's not okay. Ben Affleck. Get him a buzz. Yeah, buzz. 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 Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, this is... Okay, I don't know. Think about somebody. I who am. Has, yeah, no, really, Colleen, I need anybody. you to think about anybody. <laughs> Maybe it was the guy at the gas station this morning. No, <laughs> this person has a really, really successful movie out right now. Uh, so it's Bradley Cooper. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Irina, Irina, Irina Shayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshayshaysh
not really. This is a very, very short-term thing, and she will be talking about schedules and distances before long. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Uh, foreign-born initialed singer. Initial, oh, so let's start there. I've got it. I've got it. Okay, hit hit us. Jesse yeah. J and Channing Tatum. Sing away! Good job! Yes, yes, because otherwise I would have never thought of Jesse J at all if you would have just said right. initialed singer. But because I saw the headlines today about the two of them being yep. a good couple, job, good job, good job. I, I didn't even realize Channing was considered an A plus movie actor. Well, it's all anti lawyers. It's you know, sort of yeah. perspective. It's yeah. relative. Let me fill in the blank for you. So it didn't take long for Jesse J to leak out some news about her love life. Jesse J thinks it will keep Channing Tatum in her orbit longer. Jesse thinks she's kinky enough to hold his interest. Not really. This is a very, very short-term thing, and Jesse will be talking about schedules and distances before long. Hmm. I will say one of the tabloids I read did an interesting comparison of Jesse J to... Um, oh yeah, to his ex-wife. His ex-wife, whose yeah. name just totally uh, lost. Do, do Jenna Dewan. Jenna Dewan. Yeah, yes. Dewan. I always thought. Duan? I always said Dewan Tatum. So, it's, but it is Dewan. They look exactly alike. They do look a yes, lot alike. So basically, he has a type, is what we're learning. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Okay, clearly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> was that one? Are either of those confirmed yet? Those are not confirmed blind items. But meaning they're basically confirmed. Well, they're basically yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's do another one. Fun. Got a bad news bears confirmed blind item womp, from crazy days and nights.net. Yeah, it's not exactly a happy blind item, but are these ever really happy <sighs> not blind usually. items? Not usually. All right, this is a confirmed blind item from crazy days and nights.net, meaning we know the identity of the subject of this blind item as it has been published. It's an A plus list actor. Okay. An A plus list actor, the subject of this blind item. Already having a few beers just to help him relax is what he says. This A-plus list actor has not come close to rock bottom and probably never will. Is that a Ben, ben Affleck? Affleck? Yeah. Oh, no. So that's bro. a Ben Affleck. Unfortunately, let me fill in the blank for you. Already having a few beers just to help him relax is what he says. Ben Affleck has not come close to rock bottom and probably never will. Ugh. I want Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner to have their people Stop putting them in the tabloid. Yes. Like, yeah. walk, walk away. We I don't agree. need to know yes. about your personal life. And quite frankly, I don't think people really want to know about their personal life. Now, we just read a blind item about Ben Affleck, but that reading that proves that the, it just you really need to walk away. Right. And we wish you the best, truly and sincerely. Yeah. I mean, you know, in all in in perfect honesty, I we have focused more on them in the tabloids and how they're living than we have about any project either of them have been doing recently. Yes. Yes. And that to me is a red flag. And they're both talented individuals. And I think she had a movie out. Like, well, she did. And I think that that's what was it? What's it called? Peppermint. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And I, I just feel like, again, we're we're looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, you know, if you're going to be an actress, be an actress and let your work speak for itself, and stop taking us on these journeys. Well, and you're dragging your kids into this yeah. whole thing too. I yeah. just feel really bad about that. Well, and again, you know, they're going to be old enough to Google at mm-hmm. some point, and this is the kind of stuff that's going to come up. Mm-hmm. And again, and I say this, I know it sounds really insensitive, but I think it's important to remember because we've seen it happen. That it is possible 
to keep your name out of the headlines. Yeah. Not entirely, but it is possible to live a life as a celebrity that's not about your personal about your personal life. Mm -hmm. Right. That isn't, you know, thrusting you into the tabloid headlines all the time. But that is a tactic that gets used a lot by publicists and by, you know, um, the teams of an actor yeah, and, and actress news is good news kind right of thing. yeah Just, well and then it becomes a slippery slope because if you're known for your personal life by the public then it just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy right. where mm-hmm. you know what if you pull it just ah oh, i just please so yes. sad go back, away. back away back away back away hey um thank you donna for hey, coming in and doing these blind you. items with Thanks us for having me guys yay, yay. and hopefully Woo. we can do this again tomorrow i will be here thank you we will okay. do this again tomorrow uh all right when we come back on the colleen and Bradley show. Oh my goodness. A notable, notable passing of a local celebrity. I have to tell you all about this woman and how she literally touched my life once. Uh, we'll tell you about Viva from Viva and Jerry after this on My Talk 1071. Hey everybody, uh, we gotta talk. We gotta talk about what's going on right now in Florida. They are currently in a massive cleanup in the wake of Hurricane Michael. And as a result of that, we, uh, we, we come to you again, our My Talk listeners, and ask for your help. There is a very simple way that you can lend your help, uh, today. On My Talk 1071. Here's mm-hmm. what we want you to do. Holly, tell them what to do. All right. We want you to go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword diaper, and we want you to donate what you can to our di- Hurricane Michael diaper drive. Now, uh, our every dollar is going to be matched. That is a really cool thing. Now, we want to say thank you to Amy and Kay from the No Place Like Home team with Remax Results because during the Colleen and Bradley show today, every dollar that's donated up to $1,500 will be be graciously matched by Amy and Kay from the No Place at Like Home team with Remax Result. Every single dollar that you donate is going to the Miami Diaper Bank. And the cool thing about donating to the Miami Diaper Bank is that they logistically can get as many diapers and as many supplies as possible and really make your dollar work. And they're close to Hurricane Michael. Uh, they're close to the Florida Panhandle, which was really affected the most by this Category 4 hurricane yesterday. And we will be able to serve the community there. Exactly. And, and, and again, so as much as you are able to give, think about it this way. Because we have this great, wonderful match from Amy and Kay from the No Place Like Home team of Remax Results, because we have that match... If you can give four dollars, it turns into eight instantly. Yeah, instantly. So please, please, uh, this is something that we all can do together to help the people who have been affected by Hurricane Michael That's right. today. Again, it's mytalk1071.com keyword diaper. Now, um, I will tell you, I was caught off guard this morning when I woke up and I saw a headline. And the headline I saw that just kind of really hit me hard was this Minneapolis public access TV star Viva Beck dies at 79. Now you, it's so terribly sad. Now you may hear that and think, I don't know who Viva Beck is. Well, I don't know who Viva Beck is. Well, I'm here to introduce you to Viva Beck. Thank you. You will be saying thank you to me (laughs) uh, because I've given you an activity for the rest of your day. Holly. So when I was, uh, I I think that I really, really got um, sort of enamored with Viva and Jerry, her husband, and their public access TV show on MTN. 
I think I really got acquainted with them and like kind of they I was very sort of um, touched by them when I was in college and you'd be flipping through channels and you'd land on this public access show and you were like, who are these people? Viva and Jerry are larger than life. And um, Viva, I am. Because I will introduce you to her in just a moment, like her actual voice. But the whole gist of the show was Jerry was a huge fan of country music. And so they would talk about country music. They would air country music videos. They had the attention of many major country artists. Really? Because of their public access show. Viva... Her thing was that she liked, um, she called them spoofs. She liked kind of, she liked um, items that she would find different uses for and make a joke out of, right? So uh, I so wouldn't have called like them. like a carrot top or a Gallagher? Of, exactly. So they stole her bit Pretty is much. what you're saying yes, right now. Yes, Viva originated that. <laughs> um, and Viva and her husband, Jerry, met at a South Minneapolis bar and grill called the Cardinal Bar. Oh, yeah. It's over on 38th, uh, near, it's on 38th and uh, 28th, actually. So it's over near Hiawatha, near the light rail station over there. They met there. And uh, she says, really, it was she fell in love with him, almost love at first sight. Aww. Now, just so you can get like kind of a, a vibe on Viva. I'd love to. OK, here is a little bit from the Viva and Jerry show uh, on MTN. You'll hear Viva. And what she's doing is modeling some watermelon um, things that she Ooh. has found. I know it sounds ridiculous. Just go. <laughs> uh, we're going to do. Oh. Um, we're gonna do the slice. Okay, these guys here are really great, okay? Sure. Uh, ladies, these are light, uh, they're crocheted, and these are my fabulous watermelon, e- sure. watermelon earrings, okay? Watermelon earrings. And these are really, really cool. Now, uh, they, they really are cool, and then if you wanna sure. add anything, you got little holes here, sure. you can just add another whatever you wanna huh. do it, you know? You betcha. Now, we would be, a, also, when you buy these watermelon earrings, I now have a watermelon fan to go with them, okay? So, can you believe that, ladies We're gonna throw this in. We're gonna throw this in. Can you believe it? Is this good? Sure. Or, if you, if somebody says, oh, life is just a slice of melon, right? Or, yeah. you know, it's a slice of melon. We have our own little slice of melon, see that? Sure. We can just sure. hand this to you. Is this sure. cool? This all goes with my watermelon oh. earrings. Right? So that's oh, Viva cool. and Jerry. And this was sort of like the whole entire show was kind of whatever musings came from Viva and Jerry. And they played with each other and they just were kind of silly on their public access show. So what you're telling me, Colleen, is that the Colleen and Bradley show is basically Viva based. and Jerry 2.0. Like Largely based on Viva and Jerry. <laughs> Um, so, so I, I, I read this morning that Viva died yesterday. Uh, she had a massive stroke and, um, and that was just terribly sad. Um, because again, they brought joy to so many people with this awesome public access show. And I have to tell you, the first thing I thought of was in the year, the year was, um, I believe it was probably like 2003, maybe, I was I was having a garage sale at my old home in South Minneapolis and I was I think I brought my mom over to help and it was kind of slow and suddenly a woman walked into my uh, driveway and I looked at her and I said oh my word you are Viva from Viva and Jerry. Yeah. It was Viva from Viva and Jerry and you would have thought 
the way I fangirled that <laughs> the president of the United States had just landed Air Force One in my backyard. But Viva was at my garage sale and I was like, I was combing through anything I had because I was like, I got to find something silly for Viva so she can use it on her show because this might be my only t- brush with fame. Did you find anything cool? I didn't find anything cool. I didn't have any watermelon, you know, crocheted stuff. But um, but I, I never have forgotten that. And whenever, you know, she has come up in conversation or Viva and Jerry have come up in conversation, I will say like she came, she Viva came to one of my garage sales. But did you see, did she buy anything? <sighs> I don't think she did. Oh, okay. Because I, I was going to ask so you sad if she about bought it. something. Did, d- did you see it? I didn't have anything goofy enough that would that would uh, you know spark her interest to be featured on her show. But you know they were Viva and Jerry. They did catch some national attention. They were featured at one point on the John Stewart show before he did the Daily Show when he had his own show. They were also on Maury Povich. Bury the lead. Right. Hi, Mopo. Yeah. Um, they also they because of their um connection to and and Jerry's love of country music, they had friendships and and connections um from Willie Nelson to Trisha Yearwood. Um, basically, anybody who had ever played Nashville had been on their show at some point. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that amazing? I love so, this. Aww. Rest in sweet peace, Viva. Yeah. Uh, and um, and if, you're, if you need a little something to do this afternoon, highly recommend going to their YouTube page and just like reliving some of your old Viva and Jerry favorites. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, when we come back, you guys, my kids are singing the All Star the song All Star by Smash Mouth. Excuse you. I know, right? What song from your past do your kids love? 651-641-1071.